In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the three keys of becoming an authentically Catholic man. And this is primarily for all you men, but for all the women who are listening to this, totally listen to this because these are like characteristics that you should look in your man that you might be dating, you might be engaged with, or you might be single and you're like, what is that man? What should that man look like? And what should he embody? What are these three things? So let's go ahead and dive right in. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha! Welcome to episode 134 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi, and today we're going to be talking about the three keys of becoming an authentically Catholic man. The reason why I want to share this is because it's important in today's culture and society. Like whenever we talk about masculinity and toxic masculinity, it's just kind of like a taboo topic. And I think it's really important because we need more men like Christ in out there in the world, being like him, leading like him, protecting like him. Um, and it's really important that we need we need these type of men to step up and to to lead, especially in our relationships. I know for me, like I never really knew what that meant to be an authentically Catholic man. And I wish I would have heard these things that I'm going to be sharing with you in this episode a long time ago because no one really modeled what it meant to be a good man. I remember early on in my adolescent years, I struggled with a lot of these things because um, I, I surrounded myself with peers who weren't really Catholic. And I that's who I modeled. I mean, I modeled what I saw on TV. I modeled what I saw in my peers. And that led to a lot of things like my struggle with pornography. It led to things that like I didn't know how to communicate to women and fill their needs, like be there emotionally for them. Like I didn't know how to just show up and lead and sacrifice and protect. Like there was no, there was nothing that I could really bring to the table and that would just lead to a lot of conflict in my relationships um, with my partner and just me not feeling really fulfilled. Like I felt like there was something that I was missing in my life or just being a man that I was doing wrong until I realized and I I actually got out of relationships. I became single and I really surrendered myself to Christ and started surrounding myself with holy men to start learning like what are these key characteristics and attributes that they had that I was just so attracted to that I wanted to start modeling in my life. And from that, from this whole journey, I mean, I'm married now, thankfully to like such the such an amazing wife. And 
I'm not saying that to boast of myself like, oh, I'm the man, so now I'm married. Like, I'm a the most imperfect man <laughs> for Sarah, but let me tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a complete night and, night and day um, difference of who I was in my past relationships versus who I am now showing up in my marriage because I've learned from the people. I've learned from the men, especially the man of God, Jesus Christ, of how, like, what it means to be a man and why it's important. Um, because I've I've been through the struggle. I've seen the struggles in marriages and relationships when men are not being the men that we are being called to be. So, what are these three keys? Let's dive in. I mean, what do we learn? And I guess one of the things we should like think about when it comes to becoming man is figuring out in history like who were the greatest men to model right we don't have to figure this out ourselves we don't have to we don't have to do we don't have to recreate the wheel we just got to find the good models to model us after of becoming a good man and who is that number one example for us as men is jesus christ our king he is the model for us especially in our marriage like when you are called to marriage and you're entering marriage you are called to be like jesus in your marriage but what does that really look like think about the these characteristics that jesus had and the, there's three that really sticks out to me uh, that i want to share with you that he embodies so well that we as men need to learn how to mimic and for all you women who are listening to this like you should look at the men that you're dating you're engaged to or that you are maybe waiting for and you're open to dating, you're single, trying to be open to the will of God to figure out, like, does this man actually embody these characteristics? If not, that gives you the space to seriously discern if that's a relationship that you want to continue. Um, I wish some of my past girlfriends would have broken up with me along, like, really early on in my relationship because I wasn't being that man for them. And... Um, that probably would have woken me up and just opened my eyes and like, man, I need to step up and figure out what's, what's going on because all the girls be like breaking up with me or not talking with me. Um, anyways, let's jump into the three characteristics that Jesus embodies so well that we should mimic. The first one is leadership. Like Jesus was a leader. Jesus was bold, right? And how he lived his life. He was unapologetic, he was bold, and he was, most importantly, led by God the Father. And that, as men, is something that we should embody in our leadership, in our relationship. We need to be more decisive. We not we, we shouldn't be like the, oh, you know, whatever you want to do, and I don't know, what do you think? Just, you've got to be decisive, the women want you to be decisive. Give them options. Give them, give them direction. Give them a vision of where you guys want to go. Be decisive and initiate things in your relationship to bring that intimacy. You know, if you can plan the dates, plan the dates. Take initiative. You are going to have to lead in this relationship so well. Um, and really finding those opportunities, so many opportunities where you could do this. And uh, most importantly, you want to lead in your spiritual life. We're starting to see this really sad 
thing in churches where you see so many amazing and virtuous women that serve, that are at present at mass. And then when you look, like in some of the parishes, there's like men, men are not there. I'm like, where, where are the men? Why are they not leading? So you've got to lead in your spiritual life just as Jesus did in his life and leading the apostles and following him and following God the Father. This is so important, you guys, to because your number one goal in marriage is to get your family to heaven. And how are you going to do that without the sacraments, without your spiritual life, without your prayer life? So if anything, in the relationship, you men should be more spiritually strong. I'm not saying women should just like dwindle down their faith life. That's not what I'm saying. But men, sh- we should stress. We should step up in our spiritual lives, right? We should be good leaders, and and so our our um, our partners would be able to follow our example if we are leading first spiritually to show them the way of how that looks like. Um, and ultimately, like when it comes to leadership, we can't lead if not first we do not learn how to be led by god i mean that's 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 the thing like if we don't know how to surrender to god and we don't know how to be led by god we can't lead as men so that's why it's so important for spiritualized to be a priority in our lives because jesus is our model he is the one that teaches us how to lead and again if we can't be led by god we can't lead a family, all right? So that's the first characteristic. The second is provide, like the provider. Jesus provided so much in the, wor- in the world when he was here and even eternally. He provides us the bread of life that nourishes us, that sustains us. And that's the same thing we are called to as husbands in our marriage, Right? I mean, first and foremost, yes, we are we are called to provide materially in our marriages. So that means we need to make money. <laughs> we need to do well financially so that we can provide for a family. And what I highly recommend is that you don't think about getting engaged or getting married if you don't have stable income to provide for your family, to provide for your wife, your future kids. Don't make that mistake. Just... You, there's so many opportunities out there um, to provide an income. Um, so yeah, you are called to be there financially. And not, I'm not saying like you need to make a six-figure income or you need to make so much all the monies <laughs> before you get married. I mean, that's not, that's not true. Because as long as you have enough income to provide for your wife, to provide shelter, to provide food on the table, to provide spiritually for her. Like that's all that matters. Um, But of course, like, yeah, that's what you're called to do, to provide financially, materially for your family, to sustain them, to sustain their health, putting food on the table and everything, okay? Um, You're also called to be sacrificial and, and serve, right? How Jesus call, um, how Jesus washed the feet of the apostles. That's how we are to embody our our servant leadership in our relationship and providing for our um, our partners. We need to be sacrificial in nature, right? Sometimes we might have to go out of our way to do things for our partner. I remember um, in our relationship with me and Sarah, 
I would have to wake up a lot earlier to take her to work because I know whenever her mom would take her to work, there's a lot of uh, things that they would talk about that would just like completely destroy her mood and her emotions. And it just like sets a terrible mood for the, the whole day. And it's just been a cycle. And I started to see that. And I'm like, hey, I can take you to work because I'm actually, I have to get to work around that time anyways. And we're, I'm, I'm on the way. So I had to make that decision to, to wake up a little bit earlier to be able to provide and take her to work to help um, protect her from all the th- the things, the negativity and stuff that he, she would hear from her mom on the way to work. So provide, like be that servant for, for uh, her. And of course, like spiritually and emotionally provide for them, like, that your your role is to bring them to the sacraments, to bring them to mass, to initiate prayer, um, and to be there emotionally. And I think this is one of the things that we we struggle as men. Like we can't, we are not there emotionally. We don't know how to communicate. <laughs> we don't know how to empathize with our partners. But that is your role. Like you've got to learn. You if if you if you don't want to emotionally connect with your partner, you've got to read the books. You got to learn from the experts. You got to get in our program, man, because we teach you all these things of how do you emotionally connect? How do you communicate? How do you be intentional in this whole area? Because um, your your partner desires and deserves to connect with you emotionally, okay? And then the last key is the protector. Like Jesus, if you look at him in the scriptures, that's what he is and that's what he is today, he protects us. He protects his flock um, from the evil one and his temptations and his works. And that's what we are called to be as well in our relationship. We are called to protect. How? I mean, first and foremost, we need. We are called to protect our families in marriage, spiritually. Like we are the ones that are supposed to be there to pray for our, our wives, our kids, um, for protection, spiritual protection. I mean, that's the reason why I wake up so early in the morning to be able to go to daily mass because I need to pray for my family. You know, while while Sarah is resting and my, my daughter is resting early in the morning, like I need to be up to go to mass to to pray for them. That's so important, you guys, because if in marriage, if you don't, if you can't do that, like who's praying for them? Like you, that's your role as a man. You've got to be there to to provide spiritual protection by praying for them, receiving the sacraments, and um, yeah, protecting them from the evil one, and however you can. And ultimately, ultimately as well, like protecting not just spiritually but physically. Right, you got to do the little things when you're walking on the sidewalk. Walk on the correct side of the sidewalk. Don't don't allow her to walk right next to the road. Like you've got to be that man. If you're gonna, if someone's gonna be crazy, you're gonna get hit first, rather than her. Like you've got to. It sounds morbid, but um, it's those little things to show that you want to protect your partner, even if it means opening the car doors and letting her go in first before you. And you don't, you don't, you're not doing that. And for all the women, like we're not doing that to 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 let you know that you're inadequate to open the doors because we know 100% you are so adequate to open the doors and do anything for yourself. But the reason as us men, we should be doing this is because we want to protect 
our women. We want them to be safe in the car before we actually go in ourselves, right? We want to make sure they're protected. We're opening doors. We're being gentlemen. Um, come on, let's be let's be men again. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, and then of course you could learn learn martial arts, <laughs> learn jujitsu. I know. I remember um, I did jujitsu for two years because I didn't really have that confidence. Like, if something were to happen out in the uh, out there in the world, like I didn't know how to react. Like, I wouldn't feel confident enough to react. Or if I did react, I'd probably get destroyed <laughs> because I didn't know how to think. So I had to take jujitsu lessons and some um, some lessons in self defense to figure that out. Like if if something were to happen with my family, like that's what I'm called to do. I'm called to defend and protect in that way. If something like that crazy happens, but again, there's so many different ways, right? And hopefully, we sh- I I was able to just like create the blueprint of what we as men should be focused on. Number one, becoming good leaders. Number two, being good providers. And number three, being good protectors. And I shared some ways on how you could do that, but definitely find ways and really evaluate where are you in these three pillars of leading, protecting, and providing in your relationship. Uh, Rate yourself. And then find out, okay, how can I become better in that area? And ask your partner, like, how can I become better in these areas? I, I feel like I'm not good in leading or providing or whatever like what can i do to become better in this area so that if i am called to marriage to you like i am the man that you're that you that god's calling me to be for you in our marriage so i hope this helps and um speaking of providing one of the things that i share is you've got to provide materially for your partner especially in marriage like this is important and how do you provide materially you need to do well with your finances. You've got to be a master of your finances and manage your finances well if you want to provide for your partner. So we want to invite you, if you didn't register yet, now is the time to register for the free financial workshop that Jonathan and Amanda Textera is hosting with us. Uh, Actually, we're going to be hosting them and they're going to be talking about finances and how you can do this as a Catholic. Um, and you can hang out with us for uh, a good hour to talk about this. And again, for you to register for that free workshop, yep, it's free. There's no excuse. It's free. You can go to our show notes, click on the link, register to get a seat. Remember, this is 100% um, limited spots. So once the spots are, are, um, are filled up, we're going to have to close that opportunity for you to be able to hang out with us. And we want you to hang out with us. So make sure you get registered, learn your finances. Again, this is a big part of you being a man to be able to provide. Like you've got to master your finances. So hopefully this helps. Praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly... If you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, 
Go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.